you let retirement just happen, chances are you won't be happy for long. Looking back, you'll wish that you planned more and actually a lot more probably. On today's show, we're going to go over five things you can do now to help you get where you want to be in retirement. Welcome to the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Seabolt. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Financial Insider. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joining me, as always, Mark McCanny and Eric Siebold. And Novus Financial and Medicare is the company. NovusFG.com is the website. Uh, together, you guys have 85 years helping folks get to and through retirement. That's a good long while. And uh, so uh, we're talking about ways. Uh, well, first, let me just say hi. Mark, how are you? Steve, great to be in the studio. Yeah, absolutely. And Eric, all is well? Yep, beautiful out here, and uh, we're you know we're finally getting into golf weather, so every day is better now. Sure. So you're not going to be here for a while. Is that what you're saying? At least not on Fridays. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So I like when you talk about just sort of let things happen, and and uh, then there are people who just you know plan everything down to the m- smallest detail, and and uh, that never ends well. To be honest, uh, <laughs> that was my second wife. Anyway. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> retirement is uh, is coming up. Uh, let's let's uh, figure these things out. I think one of the things that we have to do to to make getting to retirement a little bit easier is we've got to we've got to know what retirement is. I know that's a conversation that you guys have. It really is, and I think it's that's one of the wonderful things about this kind of job, Steve. Is everybody we talk to has a different idea about retirement. Everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different stage of where they're at. And for us to to get to have the opportunity really to get to know the folks and to you know understand them and their health and their family and where they're at with their investments and what they want to do in retirement and you know what they want to do potentially to leave their their assets as a legacy. You know, these are all just wonderful subjects to approach with folks and you know, as retirement specialists, where we primarily focus on helping folks as they're getting into their retirement years and then beyond those years, uh, you know, we really have a, a lot of joy out of what we do because we get to meet folks and we get to really, you know, see all the different and cool things that people are planning to do in retirement. Well, yeah, you get, to, I mean, you get all the good stuff and, and it's, it's got to be a certain reward to just sending people on their way down that, uh, you know, yellow brick road to retirement. So as we start looking at this, um, we so we've got to figure out what retirement is. And I think this one is even more important, Mark, develop a better understanding of your day-to-day expenses. I, I think a lot of us are just oblivious to that. We just, you know, the money comes in, it goes out, we don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're onto something there, Steve. Uh, and, and, and I tried to do this myself. So I don't, I don't think it's an easy um, thing to do. You know, I don't even want to know what I'm spending my money on, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> I, you know, between, you know, incidentals, you pick up and things that you probably spend a lot more than we really need to. And I'm, I'm really guilty of it. So I'm not up here preaching. Um, I definitely think that that's probably something that uh, that is is probably one of the most critical components to developing a retirement plan is to know what's coming in and to know what's going out. So as much as it hurts, it's probably time, you know, when you get into that retirement red zone, um, is to take out a, a piece of paper or a spreadsheet and figure out where your money's going. Exactly. And that, I mean, like you said, that's a, that's a pretty monumental task. Uh, you know, as long as you don't let, let it, you know, but you can basically look at your bank statement. I mean, everything's online these days. You can see kind of where everything goes. So that's a, that's a big help and it can help you mm-hmm. uh, get to where you want to be. So uh, Mark, again, the, um, the income coming in, that's the key to a, a good retirement, right? Yeah. J- yes, I think so. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's at least part of the equation and you have to have a, an idea of what, you know, where is your income coming from? And and that kind of gets to the next point of it's reviewing your assets. You kind of, you know, a lot of people, believe it or not, Steve, they will forget that they have accounts. I can't remember, was it you that said that you, you know, got a statement in the mail and realized, oh my gosh, I forgot all about this old 401k I had or an old pension. Right. Um, 
so, I mean, it's, it's critical to kind of take inventory of what you do have and whether that be in a bucket of money or a, an income source is to gather that information before you come see somebody like us or, or if you're just trying to do some planning on your own, you know, get your inventory, figure out what you have. And then from there, we can kind of start saying, okay, you know, here's our income and then here's what we have and we're spending per month. And then we can really start to tweak from there. Sure. Well, I mean, that makes sense. And that um, we have to know what we have in order to position that money in a way that is going to make it last through to and through retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve, you know, I, you know, to add to that, uh, not just knowing what you have, but knowing how to protect it. And, you know, I think that the subject these days is, wow, the, the markets are really getting hit hard these days. You know, the last few months in particular, uh, we're, if we're not in the beginning stages of a recession, we're getting really close to it. So, you know, how do we protect the money that we've been accumulating for decades? And how do we make sure that when we get into retirement, we have the assets there that are going to create this guaranteed income stream for us? You know, it doesn't do you any good to know all kinds of strategies and techniques to help you uh, create these awesome plans if you don't have the assets there because the market went down 30% the week before you wanted to retire. You know, so I, I think it's really important for folks as they're getting closer and closer to retirement, really start thinking about how do I preserve my assets so that when I'm on the five yard line and the goal line is retirement, that I don't have to worry about my chances for retiring cratering in the in the next couple years or in or in this stage of what's going on with the economy or with politics uh, so i would say you know yes you, you do have to start putting together uh, and understanding what your assets are where they are invested where's your income going to come f- from when you're getting into retirement as you get closer and closer to retirement, Steve, you have to be thinking about protecting those assets. Well, because otherwise, you could end up giving a bunch of it to Uncle Sam, right? I mean, we've got to have a tax, uh, you know, we've got to have a tax plan as well as an income plan. Yeah, you know, you know, Mark and I, we're we're always looking at folks' tax returns, and uh, you know, we like to say that you, uh, Uncle Sam is our partner in just about everything that we do in our life. But our goal is to reduce Uncle Sam's partnership shares as much as possible and increase our clients' shares. So, you know, of course, we're going to have to eventually look at tax returns. um, And that's just part of the overall planning process. But, uh, you know, as you're reviewing your assets and you're reviewing the income and the income streams you're going to have in retirement, it, it all, you have to look at it holistically and you have to approach it with thinking of safety and preservation. Well, again, from a tax standpoint, Mark, this is a, I mean, it's such a critical piece. And we think that taxes are going to go up. I think everybody agrees to that. Yeah? yeah. Boy, I tell you, I don't know how anybody would rationally um, argue that they're going to go down. I mean, we we really are in a, in a tough situation right now. And Steve, I think that, you know, obviously with, with the level of inflation, um, and the deficits we're running, I think the the, the rational person says it, tax rates are probably going to go up, if anything. And uh, you know, we've enjoyed a long run now with pretty low, you know, federal income tax rates. And uh, you just start to wonder when is that going to have to come to an end. Um, it, it's uh, it, it's something that our clients are worried about, and what we do try to look at things and say, where can we make improvements here? You know, for example, lots of people, they think, well, I have a 401k. And right now we're in a pretty low tax environment. And what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, you you could use the Roth side of your 401k and start building a tax-free bucket of money for down the road. And Eric and I always joke, do you want to pay taxes on the mountain or the molehill? And so for our younger listeners, you know, we would encourage, you know, come see us and we can kind of run an analysis to see, you know, what is it really going to cost you to use the Roth side of your 401k, still get the company match and everything, uh, versus taking a current year tax deduction 
for your contributions. And oftentimes, Steve, it's like the trip to, you know, on, on a normal contribution on a monthly basis. It's like a dinner out, you know, on the town for one evening. Sure. But down the road, you know, it's the difference between, you know, vacationing in the trailer park or vacationing, you know, on Miami Beach. You know, it's a big difference. Big difference. So, you know, it, taxes are, are extremely important. And we can't, you know, stress that they're just as equal as anything else. And if your advisors and you're not talking about this, you should be because it's a it's a big component. 800-654-3234. That's the number you can call folks. In fact, uh, Eric, why don't we open up the phone lines, invite folks to call right now? Sounds good. So if you're listening, you know, maybe you're at home or you're in your car, uh, this is your opportunity to have a 15-minute phone call and have a retirement planning conversation with a fiduciary financial advisor uh, who's obligated to look out for your best interest. So if you're one of the first 10 callers this week with at least 250000 saved for retirement, we're going to see if you're in need of a full-blown retirement plan. And uh, you know, a full-blown retirement plan is basically taking you through our retirement first process. And first is an acronym. This is a, a process where we're going to review the fees that you're currently paying uh, in your investments and to other potential investment managers. We're going to create an income plan. That's the I of first, where we're going to be able to uh, really create a guaranteed lifetime income plan for you that's going to just supercharge your retirement income. We're going to look at the returns that you're getting right now. That's the R part of first. And, uh, you know, we obviously want to maximize returns over the long term of investing. Uh, the S stands for safety. You know, we're going to do a risk assessment for you. It's so important to understand what kind of risk you're under right now. And, of course, we're going to do it. The T part of first is your tax analysis. And that's there to determine if, you know, we could reduce your overall tax burden. So this is our proprietary planning process. And, you know, we're going to take the guesswork out of it for you. We're going to take the anxiety out of the retirement planning. Uh, there's absolutely no cost or obligation for our radio listeners, but uh, you have to call right now. There's The 10 spots will fill up quickly. You are absolutely right. Here's the number, folks. It's 800-654-3234. 10 callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you get a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. Call right away, 800-654-3234. 10 callers right now, 800-654-3234. It's called the Great Resignation. Millions of people leaving the workforce every month. If you're among them or considering it, we've got some tips on what you should do with the money in your old account. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. The Financial Insider continues with Mark McCann and Eric Siebold. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sodal. Novus Financial and Medicare is their company, Novus FG. Dot com is their website. I encourage you to check that out. And uh, boy, Eric, you are absolutely right. I mean, quitting has never been more popular than it's right now. <laughs> and again, I know we all have come through this pandemic and a lot of folks ended up losing their job and then people decided they didn't want to go back. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if that's what happened or maybe you found yourself going into retirement, and you didn't expect it. What happens to that old 401k? What do you what do we do, Eric? Yeah. Well, you immediately re-register into Mark's name because Mark really needs that money. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's uh, well. First of all, you have to understand it's there, Steve. Don't forget about it. You know, it, it's crazy. Where uh, you know, you guys talked about it for a second in the first segment, where we actually do come across clients who forget about old IRAs or old four hundred one ks that they have. You know, folks have been accumulating assets by the time that they're ready to retire or start the serious planning for retirement. They've been planning on that and accumulating for a long time. You know, it could be 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And uh, it does come up occasionally where we will find a statement in a folder and that statement will have a significant amount of money on it. And the client will say, man, I don't even remember what that's for. And, uh, <laughs> And it's a great problem to have, first of all, but well, you don't sure. ever want to get to that point, obviously. No, of course not. So, uh, you know, the question is, should we leave that money in that old account? 
Uh, and, and we, one, we have to understand, well, what, what's it invested in? You know, what company is it sitting with? Who is, who's managing that for you? What are the fees involved in that? And, uh, and then we have to determine, does it make sense to leave it there? Cause Mark and I never go into a, a planning process or a meeting, an investment meeting with some clients and say that it makes sense a hundred percent of the time to move your money because it doesn't. And, and if you, we find a situation where, Hey, it, it does actually make sense. And you're actually in a good position to leave your money where it's at, then you leave it, you leave it where it's at. So we have to really just do that analysis and, and uh, figure out what's the best step to move forward. Cause we, we don't have to do anything a lot of the times, but well, often does, it, it does make sense to make small changes. Sure. Well, I mean, even then, could we take that old 401k if we got another job with another 401k? Could we just move it over? Sometimes you can. I mean, uh, not all plans accept um, money from other plans. Uh, one of the more popular ways is to just roll it into an IRA. And and I kind of wanted to talk about that too, Steve. You know, um, what we have found oftentimes is that people that have forgotten accounts, so to speak, um, sometimes you look at the beneficiaries that they have listed on those accounts and they inadvertently, once they realize they have them, left it to an ex-wife, for example. So, you know, not only is it good to remember for your own planning purposes to include these monies and get them all arranged the way they should be and working as hard as they can for you, but you don't want to leave, you know, assets to perhaps somebody you don't want to. And, and that's not uncommon to see you know, when we look at things that, hey, I don't want that money going to that beneficiary, change that. And as we were talking about, rolling it into an IRA is oftentimes, you know, the best way to do it. Because Eric, you know, speaking from an investment perspective, I mean, you of all people know that, you know, the amount of, of funds available or different investment options in a 401k pale in comparison to the universe that, uh, that you can bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that rollover process, uh, Mark, what is that like? And and is there any sort of tax in, implication there? Right. Well, let's put it this way. Um, there can be, but if you do it correctly, there won't be. So what you don't want to do is just call up your old company and say, send me a check. You want to do it the right way. And tra tra traditionally, that is done with a um, a direct rollover. And that means it's going to go from one custodian to the next. And so you never actually take physical possession of a check or money, doesn't get put in your bank account. It just goes from one custodian to the other. And when you do that, then you don't run a, you don't run the risk of running afoul of any IRS rules. Because if you do, you know, you could face up to a 10% penalty and have that amount included in your income. Um, so you don't want to mess up the the, the, the rollover. But if you come, you know, do a firm like us, we've done hundreds of these things, you know, um, over the last year alone, and uh, we'll get it done correctly for you. But the, the reality is, is that, Eric, again, if you could speak to the amount of investment options that you would be able to bring to bear versus just leaving it in plan. Yeah, it's really crazy anymore where the, the 401k plans well, they're awesome to have at your company. And I give any company that gives that kind of benefit to their employees, I give them a, a big pat on the back. I think it's a great benefit. It's a great starting place when when you're uh, getting into the retirement investment world. Uh, not every, believe it or not, Steve, not every company offers a 401k or a 403b or a 457 plan. You know, if it's a nonprofit, um, or a government organization, not everybody does it. So it, you know, just for having that benefit, I congratulate that organization and, and thank them for doing that because it's so important to society. Uh, but then beyond that, we have to start thinking about, well, if, if you don't necessarily have to leave your money there, does it make sense to move it to an IRA? And that's where we start looking at choice, Steve. You know, a lot of times the 401k plans have maybe 10 investments, 12 investments to choose from. And, you know, it's kind of a one size fits all type of uh, instrument. Um, whereas an IRA, we have a practically unlimited uh, number of options that we can use. And one of the reasons why I, I hit so hard on 
the idea of preserving your assets as you get close to retirement is because one of the best ways to do that is through diversification. And an IRA absolutely provides more opportunities to get diversified in your portfolio than most 401ks do. And and I say this also is the reason Mark's asking me to speak to that is because it as with our firm, it's part of my obligation to actually set up 401ks for companies. So I'm doing, I'm kind of working this and looking at this from both sides. So if you're a small or medium-sized business and you would like to look at opportunities to establish a 401k for your company and your employees, you, know, you could give us a call for that as well. But on the other side, on the individual side, an IRA is definitely the, oper- the, the way to go if you want to have the opportunity to maximize your diversification. And most of the time, it, it does involve lower fees also. So and if anybody who's listening to our show, you know that we hate fees. We believe you need to keep as much money in your pocket as possible and let that, that stay in your account and let it accumulate and compound over time. And it makes a huge difference in the long term. Well, Eric. absolutely. Well, let me ask you this before we run out of time here. The um, So we talked about rolling it over from a 401k to an IRA because we've got a lot of choices. I get that. At what point do we consider maybe taking that IRA and putting some of that into a Roth? Well, Steve, let me let me before we answer that, I wanted to get this in there is that we were talking about IRAs and, and in this context, um, you, you might think that you can only have an IRA from an old 401k if you leave an employer. And what, what we need to stress is that what most people don't realize is that most 401k plans allow you to take a certain amount of your retirement assets out and open an IRA while you're still working with that company. And that's called an in-service withdrawal or in-service distribution. And, you know, we do them all the time because a lot of people think, oh, I got to leave my money with the company until I leave and I don't like it. And, you know, I don't get much help from HR or, or any advisor. But the reality of it is, is the IRS allows us without any tax event to take money out, generally speaking, out of one out of your 401k or 403b 457 plan and open an IRA up and then really open up the investment universe um, to do all kinds of different things. And Eric, you know, we were talking about 0809, you know, a lot of people that we took money and helped them open IRAs and protect that wealth. When 0809 came along and the great recession hit and the market went down 38%, they didn't lose any money. So, you know, don't think you have to be retired or, or changing jobs just to, to, to open an IRA and get access to more investment options that you may be more, more um, appropriate for you. All right. Well, I mean, again, that's great insight as well. And uh, so, again, we're, we're kind of running out of time here. Yep. One thing what, that we shouldn't do is uh, cash it out. I'm, I'm guessing that's pretty universal. But I think for somebody in their, like, 30s, that's the tendency to what they want to do. Unless it's going to be a really great party when you cash it out. Well, yeah. That's the only, t- <laughs> yeah. you know, I yeah. mean, are you going to Vegas with your friends? There's a good reason for doing that. But more often than not, don't cash out your, your retirement plan or anything that has to do with retirement until you actually get to that point in your life when you're ready to start spending it down. Right. And, and again, on that note, uh, Eric, why don't we invite folks to call one more time and, and get in the, on the calendar with you? Sounds good. This is your opportunity to, you know, have a 15 minute quick phone call with us, you know, have a retirement planning conversation. Uh, We're fiduciary financial advisors. That means that we have to look out for your best interest. So if you're one of the first 10 callers this week, you have at least 250,000 saved for retirement. We're going to see if you're even in need of a full blown retirement plan to, to go through our what we call the our retirement first planning process and first is an acronym the f stands for getting you a fee report to make sure that you're paying as little as possible to everybody involved in your retirement plan right now keep that money in your pocket i stands for creating an income plan you know we're, we want to show you that the strategies and techniques that are proven to supercharge your income for the rest of your life in retirement R stands for re- returns. We're obviously out there to always try to maximize returns. And the S stands for safety. 
you know, we want to do a risk assessment for you and make sure that your investments are lined up with your tolerance for risk. We're going to do T is the tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden. So this is our pr proprietary planning process. And, uh, you know, we're going to help get all that guesswork out of it for you. Try to get your anxiety down a little bit for retirement planning. There's no cost, no obligation. So for our radio listeners, uh, give us a call right now in the in, before the 10 spots fill up. That sounds fantastic. Folks, do take advantage of it. It's a chance to get that uh, financial roadmap put together. Mark and Eric are there for you. They understand things can get complicated pretty quickly. And this is a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. 800-654-3234. Ten callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-654-3234. 800-654-3234. Three, four. Running out of money is every retiree's worst nightmare. Good news, though. When we come back, we'll outline some things you can do to help avoid that fate. And it's never too late to start. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Siebold. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. They are the Novus Financial and Medicare Group. NovusFG.com is their website. Um, you know, Eric, you were just saying that, uh, you know, running out of money certainly is every retiree's worst nightmare. But we have to take, uh, you know, there are some things, you know, like right now with the market, the, the inclination, the human nature part of this thing is to do just the opposite. Sell, sell, sell. I got to get the cash. And really that that we shouldn't be out of the stock market at this point, even though it's a little crazy. You're right. You know, there, there's two things that I'm looking at, really, in terms of macroeconomically right now. One is where is the market today? You know, because we over the last few months, we've been going through quite a bit of a fall for the market. And the second thing is where is inflation and where's inflation going? Well, it's bad so, right now. <laughs> it, it's horrible. Yeah. And, uh, and does anybody really think it's going to change that much over the next year or two? You know, it, it, I'm not sure what can happen at this point or what the government or what the Fed is really going to try to accomplish that's going to get that to, to turn. And uh, so we have to deal with these new realities, at least for the short term. And the first thing is that keeping your money in cash gives you a horrible real return. And, uh, you know, something that Mark was sharing with me the other day, and he, he sometimes he sets me straight where a lot of times I'm just going for returns, returns, returns. And, and Mark comes in and he says, you know what, we, we need to really start educating our clients on real returns. Mark, can you expand on that a little bit? Right. So a real return is a, a return that exceeds the amount of inflation, um, you know, because if if you get a 5% return, but if, if uh, you know, interest rates or inflation was 6%, you didn't have a real return. You actually just lost money. So, you know, one of the things that, that would, what we don't hear a lot about because, uh, you know, a lot of the media and the press don't really want to admit, I don't think, um, the real rate of inflation. So, um, you know, what Eric was talking about earlier today was kind of a, a pyramid um, of, of investments that for an inflationary environment, you what you want what from, I guess it would be what the worst product is or the worst type of investment class to the best. And it was a good conversation we had um, yesterday or was it the day before, Eric? And I, I think it is important to take them through that because we do want to get real returns. We want our investment portfolio to um, to keep keep pace with this inflation and that I don't see abating anytime soon. Um, so Eric, would you take them through that, uh, what you were telling me, the your, your pyramid? Yeah. I, that was a great idea. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking in terms of, you know, what's a great way, Steve, to create a, a visual for folks to understand what is the best investment ultimately for an inflationary period. And so, you know, let's, let's take the next, uh, you know, few minutes here, maybe even the, the, this segment and possibly pro the next segment, let's talk about, 
you know, kind of a, 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 a pyramid that you would go through to get from the worst investment asset class to the best in investment asset class during a period of inflation. Okay. Okay, great. So Love to do it. So if, if you're, if you're a listener right now and you look at your investments and you see that you have a lot of cash, well, when we're talking about getting real returns and that's, that's, uh, it's not necessarily just a theory. A real return is defined as what is your return after you pay an interest rate, say it's, you had to borrow the money, or what is the end return after you uh, have to absorb inflation? So it's, it's the net return. And so if you're starting with cash, Steve, what kind of return are you getting on your savings account right now? Negligible. If anything, right. It's, you know, maybe a quarter of a point, you know, 25 basis points, let's say. Well, if we have 9.25% in inflation right now, and I'm just using theoreticals because tomorrow it's probably going to be 950 and then it's probably going to be 10 in two weeks. But uh, say, for example, we have 9.25% inflation right now and, you, and we're earning 0.25% on our cash. Well, our net return after that, the real return we're getting is a minus 9%. So we are not keeping up with inflation in, by any means. It, it, but, you know, obviously, if you're listening to our show also, you, you, you realize that Eric likes cash. Cash is king. And the problem is now we can't have too much of it because we have to deploy those assets. We have to get them working. We have to get the investing and we have to get them into an asset class that's going to at least have the opportunity to keep up with inflation. But we have the challenge also, Steve, that when we're doing that, we have to be careful that it's not getting too risky because we don't want to get out of our risk profile while we're trying to deploy those assets. So, you know, what, we're coming at it, Steve, from a, a position where we're always trying to balance risk with returns, and uh, but also try to get a real return that's positive, and it's it's trying to keep up with inflation in this case. And maybe the best that we could do these days, Steve, is just keep up with inflation, because it when we're talking about a recession and the market going down, and inflation at over nine ten percent, uh, it, it's real hard to, even to keep up with it. Right. But I mean, the beauty is you, for example, if you're putting together a plan, there's money that, that they need today. Let's say they're already in retirement and that money that they have today, well, that's going to be good. That that's safe. It's, it's there for them. The money that's, you know, that money that's at risk, well, that's down the line. I mean, that's five, 10, 15 years from now, that money, it's okay. Well, it, it's theoretically okay, but then we have to go a little bit further up the risk pyramid here, or not just the risk pyramid, but the inflation pyramid. Okay. And we have to figure out, well, what do we invest that in to make sure that it's okay? So if we can't put it in cash, you know, what's our next option? You know, we, we have to, maybe the next type of, of investment that we can move it into and this is going from worst to best, by the way. So to, and from the, the lens of inflation, you know, we want to try to stay in front of inflation with the best investments that we could have. And knowing that, okay, if the money can't be in cash, where's it going to go? So our next option is to move up the pyramid a little bit and we, we can invest it in what's called unprodu unproductive assets. And let me explain this a little bit, Steve. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what the heck is that? Yeah. And uh, we actually, Mark and I were talking about this earlier also, and we were thinking, you know, maybe we shouldn't talk about this because, you know, does it, it get too complicated or, you know, are we going to get into the weeds or go over anybody's heads? But stay with us for a minute here because I, I think this is really important. An unproductive asset is an asset that, isn't really doing anything. It, you just kind of hold it and you just kind of look at it and it doesn't really uh, participate or contribute 
to society much, but it has a real value. A good example of this, Steve, is gold. And now, for example, a precious metal like gold, there is about uh, the total value of all of the gold on earth right now is valued at about $7 billion. I'm sorry, $7 trillion trillion with the T. With the T, jeez. With the T. So now gold is obviously something that you can put in your hand, you could use, you could trade it if you need to. But if you took all of the gold in the world and you made one big cube out of it, okay? Mm -hmm. So picture this. You could put it in your backyard, Steve, and it would be about 67 feet wide by 67 feet tall. All of the gold in the world in your backyard. Wow. And and it, it looks really cool, but you can't really do much with it. You know, it's beautiful though. So now on the other hand, you have productive assets. And a productive asset would be, say you had that opportunity to to choose, Steve, between this huge block of gold that's worth $7 trillion or for that seven, that same $7 trillion that you want to invest, you could go buy close to 1 billion acres of United States property, which includes all of the farmland in the country. Wow. And then on top of that, on top of owning all of the farmland in the United States, you could also go and buy seven oil companies the size of ExxonMobil so that you could have all of that potential energy production there as well. Nice. And then it's just icing on the cake. You could also have a trillion dollars in your pocket to walk around with and, and go to Sonic for a milkshake. Just, just, a, okay. just a couple dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have the, the opportunity as investment advisors to be able to look at folks's, you know, the, your portfolio and help you figure out what's the combination of productive assets and unproductive assets that I should have in my portfolio. That's going to create long-term value. That's going to be there for you that you can count on in the future. And uh, that's kind of where this this financial uh, inflation pyramid comes from, taking you from the unproductive assets like cash and that has a, a negative real in return rate to picking the best investments that are out there that are going to create the most and the highest real returns that all stay within your risk profile. And that's the challenge. And that's what, that's what we do for our clients every day. Well, folks, if that's something that you'd like to have a conversation with, now's the time to give them a call, set up a time, come on in and, and do just that. Okay, Steve. Well, again, if, if you're listening in your car right now, this is your, your chance to set up a 15-minute phone call with either Mark or myself, and uh, it's going to be a retirement planning conversation. Um, we're fiduciaries. We're advisors. Uh, you know, We're obligated to look out for your best interest, give you the best information that we can. And for the first 10 callers, we're going to, if you have at least 250000 saved for retirement now, we're going to see if you're in need of a full-blown retirement plan. And that's where we take you through our retirement first process. You're going to have the opportunity to get a fee report generated for yourself. That's the F as part of the first acronym. We're going to create an income plan for you and really supercharge your, in, your, your guaranteed income for the rest of your life using proven strategies and techniques. Uh, we're going to make sure that you're getting the best returns you can get for the risk that you're willing to take and, and do that risk assessment for you. And we're going to also try to determine if you can reduce your overall tax burden. So this is all part of our, our planning process and our analysis. And we're going to you know try to get that anxiety out of that retirement planning process for you. Um, there's no cost, no obligation. So our radio listeners right now, if you want to call, the 10 spots will probably fill up quickly. Uh, they usually do, Eric, 800-654-3234. That's the number that gets you started. It's a chance for you to really get a financial roadmap put together. And, uh, you know, it's a phone call away, 800 654 
888-323-410. Callers, right now we'll get that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are today, but it's a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-654-3234, 800-654-3234. We're crafting answers to your questions. Details when we come right back. And we are back on the Financial Insider. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mark McCanny's here. Eric Siebel's here. Novus Financial and Medicare is who they are. Uh, NovusFG.com is the website. And we've been having a great conversation. I know in the last segment we talked a little bit about cash, but, um, you know, because cash is king. I think, Eric, you actually said that. Uh, yeah. but, but the question is, is it still, I mean, is it still that way? Well, for some insight, we caught up with Meb Fabe. He's the co-founder and CIO of Cambria Investment Management. Here are his thoughts. But if you look at cash on an after-inflation basis, so going mm -hmm. back for the past 100 years, cash is lost, and cash meaning T-bills. So not, not just putting things under the mattress, but actually putting in T-bills. After inflation, at one point, you lose half, okay? And so we did a, a post that said you have to invest, and it could be a global portfolio. It could be stocks, bonds, and we're saying that's struggling this year. And the third missing piece that almost no one has is real assets like commodities. Um, that portfolio historically has been safer, less volatile, and a lower drawdown than cash has been over time. What do you think, guys? Agree, disagree, like it? Well, he's definitely right, if you're buying Steve. a house, yeah. buying, if you're buying a house, cash is king. But if you're investing for the long term, cash is probably just like you said, it's you're going to lose a lot of buying power over the long run. Yeah. What's the 10 year treasury at now, Mark? I think it's at about 1.8%. Oh, no. Take. It, it, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 been spiking around. Um, it, it was up to three a few weeks ago. So, you know, again, what we're also seeing is that, you know, we have an inverted yield curve. And, uh, and, and what basically says is people are so concerned with inflation, you know, they need to invest out longer on the yield curve. But I, I think, Eric, what we're talking about right now, just in real terms and, and stuff that people can really grasp their head around or get their head wrapped around, is that you can't, you know, when we're designing portfolios, we want to make sure people are safe. You know, if, 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 if they're at a point in their life where they don't want to be riding the, the roller coaster of the Wall Street casino, they still want to have that, but they still need to be able to, uh, you know, have that portion of their portfolio keeping pace with inflation. And, you know, we have a program for that. You know, could you could you talk them, talk to the, the listening audience about that? Yeah, I think, you know, we're going to kind of, Steve, let one of our secrets out here. Okay, I is, can't uh, wait. All right. It, well, we're when we're designing portfolios for folks, we used to love bonds, you know, and, and this was a while ago, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, Mark and I were working with clients who were using bonds for the safe portion of their portfolio. But bonds today, Steve, aren't really much better than cash when it comes to real returns. And therefore, they, they don't help you keep up with inflation that much. Uh, so what we do is we look outside the box a little bit here, and we, find a, we found a solution that we like to call internally anyways, and I guess it won't be internally anymore, Mark. It's going to be externally known as our <laughs> wealth defender. Okay, so picture a, a sentinel sitting there at the, at the front door with a, a sword and a shield, and he's about to be attacked by inflation, and, he, and he's also up against declining markets in a recessionary environment, and he's got to battle both of those elements back and keep them away from our portfolio. So how does he do that? Well, the wealth defender here gives our clients the opportunity to make sure that first of all, and, and the primary reason, as an investor, you want to make sure you get into some sort of instrument that guarantees you don't lose any money. And that goes right to the, the heart of preserving your assets when you're getting close to retirement or you're in retirement and making sure that you don't lose them right when you need them the most. But you also have to keep up with inflation, or at least give yourself the chance to keep up with it. And bonds and cash just don't do that anymore, Steve. And I think that's what Mebfe was getting to is 
especially if you're in a, an environment where you're getting 9%, 10% inflation rates, you can't have your money in bonds and in cash. So, but you also cannot risk losing your money by putting it into some risky types of investments. So we've found the best of both worlds, and we call it our, our retirement defender, your investment defender. And that is simply a, an, a solution that gives you the opportunity to get market-like returns and not lose funds if the market is going down. So you get the opportunity for growth as the market's going up, but you don't lose anything as the market's going down. And it follows an index and it allows you to participate in an index. And we have a lot of different indexes that we follow. And that's another thing that a lot of our listeners have, have heard us talk about in the past, Steve, where uh, we have an indexing strategy that we use here at Novus Financial and Medicare. So we like to look at indexes as investment options and solutions. Um, so we're able to get you into an index or multiple indexes and you get to, to keep the majority of those gains that you're going to get. But when the market's going down, you don't lose anything. Well, I like so the sound of that. that. I mean, to not lose money. And uh, so zero is your hero, even if it goes, even if the market tanks, right? That's zero is your hero. Exactly. It. Yep. And, and I'll tell you, a lot of folks look at us and they say, well, I, I didn't get that 20% gain last year because I was in your Wealth Defender program. I said, yeah, but you didn't get that 38% loss when the market was down 38% either. You you broke even when everybody else was losing 38%. And when everybody was up 10% in any particular year, you were up 7 7.5%. So wouldn't you like to get most of the upside, but none of the downside? Yes. <laughs> the short answer yeah. is yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you're out there listening and, you have, and you're curious about our Wealth Defender program, that's another reason for you to call us. But it uh, looks like we have a few more questions that we got this week. Steve. Sure. Let's uh, jump into a couple of those while we've got some time here. Uh, Marty says the stock market is my problem. My 401k is my problem. What are the chances? I retire and the stock market tanks. All my plans are upside down. What do I do with my 401k now? My original plan, as recent as last month, was to draw down my 401k, use approximately 200000 to renovate my house. Should I take a loan or keep my plan the way it is? What do you think? Well, the stock market crashed. You know, this is this is not uncommon um, that we see people that uh, right, the, right about the time they're ready to to walk out the door and, and call it a career, the stock market goes down. And, and that leaves people wondering what to do with the 401k. Um, like he says here, his original plan was to draw down the 401k and use approximately 200000 to renovate my house. Should I take a loan or keep it the, the plan the way it is? Well, Eric, you know, one of the, we've had this conversation with clients a lot. And what we're, what we're seeing here is oftentimes you don't want to, you know, People struggle with taking money out of their retirement accounts when when they're down and the share the value, values of the shares are down, and um, you know one of the things that uh, that I think we would probably you know urge some thought towards is maybe taking a loan because ultimately speaking, interest rates are still pretty low um, to do any sort of renovations. You know, because Eric, you know, you know, talk to me here, but I, you know, my gut would say, you know, you don't want to sell off a lot of your portfolio if that if that represents a fair amount while the market is down. Right. It, you know, when you're talking about renovating your house, so Marty, you have that option to renovate your house, but you don't have to do it today. So you you have the option to also just wait a little bit longer, and because uh, you know. There are no guarantees, and, and we obviously don't have the crystal ball, but by holding on to your assets at this particular time when the, when the market has come down, and by just giving it some more time, a lot more often than not, we usually see a rebound in the market. So again, for the financial disclosure world out there, we can't guarantee that the market's ever going to bounce back, but it usually does. And... Uh, so if you wanted to just maybe postpone the renovations a little while and let this market rebound come back, and we don't know if it's going to be a month or 
a couple years at this point. But the markets usually do over a period of time rebound. And then you could you you won't be selling these assets at their low point. You'll have that that chance to accumulate and let it grow a little bit. And then you can sweep out gains instead of selling at a low point. So that I think that's where Mark's going with this is, you know, to either go get the loan and, and still get really nice low interest rates for now, ride out this low point in the market, let your assets bounce back a little bit, and then make a decision on whether or not you want to pay that loan off right away. So that, you know, that, that buys you time though, and it, and it get, gives you that opportunity to do those renovations. Absolutely. And again, on that note, we are out of time. And let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today. For the first 10 callers, Steve, we're going to give them the opportunity to have a 15-minute phone call with us. And it's going to be a nice retirement planning conversation. And, uh, you know, we're obviously here to look out for your best interests. We're fiduciary financial advisors. We're here to give you as much knowledge as we can. And if you're one of the first 10 callers with at least 250000 saved for retirement, we're going to see if you actually need a full-blown retirement plan. And that retirement plan is part of our process called Retirement First. First being an acronym for a fees report, a strong income plan that utilizes strategies and techniques that'll, that'll really supercharge your income for the rest of your life and your retirement. We're going to make sure that you're positioned to get the best returns that you can get over the long term. We're going to do a safety risk analysis and assessment for you to make sure that your investments are lined up with your risk uh, uh, your risk tolerance level. We're also going to do a tax analysis and determine if we can help you reduce your overall tax burden. So this is all part of our retirement first planning process. And, uh, you know, we're here to help you get rid of this anxiety that you, you might have in your retirement planning right now and get rid of some of the guesswork. Uh, there's absolutely no cost or obligation for our radio listeners, but you have to call right now, though. This is the last chance you're going to get this week, and 10 spots will fill up quickly. 800-654-3234. That's the number to call, folks. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. And you're going to get that comprehensive review showing you where you are today. But more importantly, you walk out with a roadmap that's going to help get you to where you need to be. Call right away, 800-654-3234, 800-654-3234. Well, Mark, Eric, always a pleasure. And again, great information as always today. Absolutely, Steve. We enjoyed our conversation and looking forward to next week. Investment advisory services offered through Novus Financial Group. Mark McCanny, Eric Seabolt, and their guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Novus Financial Group. By contacting Novus Financial Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.